Hey, hello everybody and welcome to this special Salt Talks where you have me sharing everything I wish I knew back then when I was a JJC NGO founder. I never thought in a million years I would ever be managing an, an NGO but that's life, right? Thanks to my sister and God and how he does his things this is where i find myself today and i'm happy to actually come here and 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 share this third episode of this special soul talks um so one thing i'd like to share that i didn't share earlier was i actually have not been um very well and doing these podcasts has provided a really great um diversion for me if you like so i just say to share that with you um to also let people understand that a lot of people are really um a lot of people are trying their best to continue to participate in life as you like you know um but let's realize that in many cases i find many of us are just doing the best we can to keep our minds active while we're dealing with other life issues so when we see all these messages asking us to be kind and to be considerate and to pause before reacting to things and all of that it really is a thing you know um i'm not sharing this for um for pity or whatever i'm just saying uh, as i reflected over the past it's been a while almost a month now as i've tried to um just continue to make sure that my whole life doesn't is not taken over by this other issue um this physical issue that i've been dealing with i've been reflecting that you know once upon a time i would worry that oh um you're not meant to be well but you're you're still posting your social media handles and and thank god i've grown up past that stage of of that way of thinking because nobody is going to help me do my life better than me and i am not going to make my physical situation worse by not finding things that will keep my mental situation healthy enough to help me go through what i was going through so i may not be at work i may not be engaging with people as much as i would want to be but the the bit that i can do i I am grateful to god that i have been able to do them and nobody has the right to judge me you know but the thing is that you have to choose that for yourself many times i think we go around worrying way too much about what people are thinking or not thinking that for me is a thing of the past um the only person who has the right to judge me is the god that is keeping me breathing Okay, that being said, um, I will go now into sharing, um, I think this may be the last or the second to the last episode on this. I hope it has been helping you. I have had people come to me and say this has really been helpful. And for me, if 
that really should be enough right even if it just helps one person so we had said today we're going to focus on the almighty constitution and um, our, how we track our income and our expenses but i'd like to double back if you would permit me to just walk you through because um, i went and, and searched through my emails way back then to 2017 and i i found the email that the lawyer that helped me back then register Shirley's foundation i found the mail where she sent me everything that i was going to need to send to her so let me share that with you and i will once again underscore the need for a very good lawyer it's essential so if any of these requirements have changed your lawyer will be up to date and will not send you around on an arrow down uh, errands <laughs> Well, it's not really Arab, but you know what I mean. You know, send you on, you know, on an Israelite journey to find things that you really don't need anymore. So, in her email to me, she had said that the steps, because I had asked her to break down the steps for me, uh, of, of on the, the steps of the journey towards registering a foundation. So, the first step was we were going to have to apply for and reserve the proposed name. Remember, I had told you to spend some time thinking about the name of your organization so you're going to have to send her that name and then she's going to um work with uh, your lawyer will work with her own team to um reserve the name um and you have a maximum of 60 days to reserve that name so the name is reserved um and once the name is reserved you have to kick off your registration because you have to have finalized your registration within 60 days to secure that name because after 60 days that name you've chosen may be snatched up by somebody else so the first step is the application for and reservation of your proposed name then you're going to buy the application form which i spoke about also earlier this is the form um Okay, I'll get to that. So after you buy the application form, then you have to also um, you have to put up notices in the in two different newspapers, or uh, one local paper from I think the state where you are, and another national paper. You know that notice that talks about you know this so and so people are coming together to form this organization. Blah 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 blah. Yes, you have to do that, and this is why you also have by this time you already have to have your your board of trustees ready because they're going to need all those names now the next step then and your lawyer is going to handle all of this so that's why again get a good lawyer who can do all of this for you and then at this time your lawyer also should begin to prepare the almighty constitution for you this is a very important document and i have to confess i did not pay a single bit of attention to this document at the time i just trusted my lawyer to have done it for me but please do pay attention to the content be sure that it conveys your intent it covers everything you want to cover because at some point later on when you're trying to either get onto a giving platform or find donors there's some questions they ask you and your answer has to tie in with what is in the constitution for example there's a question that i was asked recently about what if the foundation folds up what's going to happen to the assets and the belongings of the association and i was like what and so i just gave an answer off the top of my head 
not knowing that they were that there's a clause in the constitution that takes care of that response so they came back to me and said hey what you've told us is not what you have in your constitution so please can you amend what you've told us to line up with what you have in your constitution and i'm very ashamed to say that was the first time i was seeing that clause there so i saw the clause and then I had to update my response to the question in the application so it's very important please that you you and your lawyer you sit together to um because what they normally would do they'll bring a sample for you and uh, so what my lawyer did was give me a sample of the, the constitution for another ngo so it can everything kind of made sense to me but there's some places where you have to be specific so it's good you pay attention to that um and then, like I mentioned, there are certain minutes of the meeting, minutes, minute, minutes of the meetings of your trustees um, are going to have to be prepared. And uh, these minutes will take care of certain requirements that the law has that we have to adhere to as NGOs. So in those minutes, your lawyer will help you make sure that the minutes capture that you are all in favor of adhering to those those laws and everything. So if you're a real JJC like me, I don't have a clue. More important that you have a lawyer who has a clue. So and but this time don't be like me. Actually go through the minutes of the meetings, go through all the documents they set up for you and don't just uh, take them and run with them. Um, I just blessed God that I had a pretty good lawyer, so I wasn't in too much trouble at the end of the day. All these minutes that you're going to be um, preparing will have to be signed by you, the chairman, and the secretary of the foundation. So even if you scatter your trustees all over the place, please make sure your tr- your the person you choose to be your secretary is close by mine was so far away like way way away same state but so far away and so i had to be dhling things to her to sign and send back to me was not fun at all so your trustees will also have to sign um the application form that they would have bought for you the cac application form they have to sign them they have to give you two passport photographs they have to give you copies of their ids they have to state their full addresses remember i mentioned this earlier on so i don't know when you're hearing all of this you know already that these guys have to be close by because if not you're going to spend a ton of money dhling stuff all over the place Another very important thing that you're going to need um, in the future and even now during this registration process is a seal. You're going to need a, a seal for your foundation and so you're going to have to have a, 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 these, uh, a printer, a publisher I've had somebody I've used for years so he helped me to produce the seal. I was even my lawyer one of them must have done it so it's, it's this little contraption thing you clamp on the on the paper and where you sign and it puts the seal of your foundation on it so that's important that you have and it's forever once you have it um, that's it. it you know you use it forever and ever unless you have a reason to change the, the way the seal is written so yes you need the seal because they're going to use that to seal the, the form and then the official fees that you're going to have to pay to get all this work done depending on your lawyer the your lawyer the, the different lawyers have different fees i guess that back then my lawyer gave me a, an awesome discount so i think i did everything for about a little bit under half a million naira which was a lot of money for me back then but officially it was supposed to be higher 
but because she was a good friend and all helping me she gave me a discount i've already talked about um your the ids of your trustees right so i'll leave that um so yeah so of course you from everything i've shared with you you know you're gonna have to which we've spoken about before who your trustees are their names their addresses what do they do where do they live their ids who's gonna be your, who's the chairman that should be you ideally if you're the founder and um who's gonna be your secretary we've talked about the missions vision and objectives before so that is it for everything you're going to need to close out your registration okay so and in 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 all of that we've talked about the constitution already and the constitution in some countries they call it the charter so just make sure you have one or the other moving on okay so income income how are you funding how are you planning to fund this organization before you start getting donations from family friends and donors you have to be able to explain your source of income is as simple as having a word document saying this is how you plan to fund the, doc- the, the, the fund the, your activities in my case it was a percentage of sales from my books it was a percentage of my income and then it was family and friends donations and that was really it and i had a kind of like an estimate but once you've worked once you've once you've operated for about a year you now know because you have been tracking all your expenses and all your income you can now give you have a figure for how much income you got and how much you spent even if it's as simple as a word document or an excel sheet please have this information you're going to need it down the line and you will not be very happy if you have to start going back through your bank statements or your little black book or your phone to track everything you've spent from the moment you kick off begin to track these figures another thing that you also want to going to do start doing very early on is um um please don't try as early as you can to have a separate account for the foundation don't spend for the from the foundation from your personal account take it from me it's very confusing and it will not really help you and you will not really get you won't help you you won't be able to have a good picture of what you're doing because all mixed up between your own personal spending and the NGO spending so now i have a separate account for the organization but i started late do not be like me open up the foundation immediately and do everything from that foundation account pay your vendors pay your salaries run your activities from that foundation because that's if at the end of the day they ask for the statement of the foundation they can see everything you've done through the statements of the foundation if you're doing it from your personal account how do you what statement do you give them when they're asking for accounts when they're asking for all of these things and you know they check so they if you say you spent this they're going to check your own statement and if you've been spending from your own personal account for certain things it's not going to tally you're not going to be able to balance your books at the end of the day so please get a separate account and do the spending from your for your, for your organization from that account alone don't be like salt <laughs> it took me 2 years to open an account for surely uh and even then because it's so convenient my personal account is on my phone is on my app so it's also convenient for surely's account i have to log on to a computer but now i'm getting more disciplined because i see how important it is to do so 
um, initially you may not have assets, you may not have all those things, but if you do start, whatever it is that you can call an asset, get an accountant to help you figure it out and have a place where you know what your assets are. Assets are. The moment we opened the shelter, it was easier for me to be able to say, okay, these are my gross assets and these are my liabilities and um, have been able to come up with the net assets from that. But I find it very tedious to do, but that's part of being the founder of an NGO. These things are important because the moment you want to nowadays i think when you're filing your returns or when you're renewing your registration with csc they yes so whenever you have to go to csc to file your returns or to um update your status you're going to have to show these documents your assets your liabilities and um things like that so do work to have them ready i would so i think if there's anything that is clear so far is if you want somebody to hold your hand you have to have two good people who are your lawyer and your accountant even if you're going to bring them on a volunteer basis these people are a must-have in the first year of your organization's um, kickoff. So that's that for income, expense, assets, and liabilities, and all. Um, what I find is that most applications, most people, they want to know how much you're spending on key things. <clears throat> so what I have on my Excel sheet. So what I have is I have a a, a workbook made up of different sheets so each sheet is for a particular kind of expense and then they all kind of like i've created them in a way that they all add up and then there's a sheet that gives me the total expense so far you know um income i just have one sheet of income and it just says what's going on so for instance we have a, a, on one of the expense uh, worksheets is um salaries then catering and to do with feeding then provisions um then um anything to do with power so the generator maintenance for purchases um anything to do with that nepa you know buying diesel or fuel that's where those expenses get captured and thank thankfully since we got the solar um the gift of the solar we have been doing better on fuel um, we still buy fuel because we never have nepa and nepa is the only thing that charges the solar so once the solar runs down we have to buy fuel to run the generator until the sun can charge back the solar but i tell you it's still a huge blessing so we have that then we have education and medical there's a sheet for that then we have a, a sheet for petty cash expenses then we have a sheet for we have a separate sheet for the COVID-19 care packages you know because that's separate even though it's not part of the shelter expenses we still track that so all these sheets have created the the the, the, the you know there's a way you link up all the cells thank god for jibola shade in my life <laughs> there's a way you link up all the cells and it, it, they add up and you can see the total expenses so even though the, the sheets are tracking it on a day-by-day -day basis 
that other sheet then sums up everything um, so you can see your your year-to-date spend and that's what we track and the income I just track inflow so inflows from family from friends um, percentages of whatever comes from my pay whatever comes from my books we just track all the income there so it's just one sheet so but don't start early start from today even if it's 100 naira 1000 naira one five year spending track it because it's really important and you don't want to have to go and start fishing around like i said for all of that so you know what headers how you're spending the money you know how you need to be able to show that because at some point the people you're asking money from are gonna want to a budget for from you in terms of how much you think you're going to spend and how do you budget if you have nothing to base it on so tracking these in, in these expenses and stuff also give you a good a good a good foundation to budget future expenses on right okay um another thing that is really good to have and i'm I, one of the blessings of me being quite active on social media yeah, in my family they call me social media queen you know even though lately I, i've watched my trend and i'm like wow i've really slowed down so i guess that's life but from the get-go i've always shared about what the foundation was doing on social media so i had a place to go back to to go when i wanted to now create a kind of like a storyboard or uh, an activity report of what we've been doing even though I, I wish I had started earlier to collate that, it was easy to go back to my social media handles and pick everything that we had been doing since we started. And I used that to create an activity report that showed all we've been doing since 2017 to date. What you want to do is to be more intentional and proactive about doing that. So have somebody or some place where every single thing you do, you track, because this will also be the feed for your newsletters. It will also be the feed for um like i said your activity report it'll be it'll be a feed for when you want to um have content for your website these places where you're storing all these stories is where you're going to get the content from so you have to be active about capturing all the things that you are doing use all your social media handles have a social media handle especially instagram um, I think it's really good because you can have the pictures and you have your little post about what it's all about where you can go back to and just you know copy the co copy the content you know have a, have an album have a Facebook album where you're saving all the pictures it's just really a, th a good thing to start right from the get-go track the impacts you're making for us it's quite easy for the COVID-19 packages the impact is how many packages are we doing how many families are we how many families are we touching that's direct impact for the shelter is how many people are coming through our doors how many are they how many are staying how are we impacting their lives and what little way are we empowering them even things we didn't think we were going to be doing like you know sending children to school sending residents on 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 training programs at the international women's society these are things that we plan but they have happened and that's the impact that's more impact than that we're adding on to the overall impact of having a safe place for women to go to so they don't have to stay in unsafe situations and die in those unsafe situations so track them every chance you get get look ask for feedback you know we, we are very big on getting testimonies from our residents we get testimonies from our volunteers even for staff that are leaving we get their testimonies 
you know and we, we have a place where we keep all of them because we know that we will need them at some point or the other i think let me leave it this part here and keep all the rest for the last um the last part of this um series of everything i wish i knew as a jjc ngo founder i hope and everything i've said here at the very least you have enough information to go google <laughs> and get more information and more i'm sharing maybe basically at like a primary school secondary school level if you want the harvard level of this information google is your friend or you your your accountant or your lawyer they, they are your friends and all so um i hope this has been um this has blessed me this has helped me this has made me feel like i i'm been productive in some way it has kept my mind focused on you know helping other people rather than focusing on all that's going on in your life so yeah there you have it did i want to say something else i do not think so so on that note i bid thee till the next time see you on the other side stay lifted and hold fast to your saltiness ciao